This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot Dummies on Islands feed. It's summertime. It's hot dummy season. And we are here with something very special this year. Normally, you hear us talk about Temptation Island. But this year, we're going double duty because we are also covering the Big D. Uh, It's USA Network this time. Hot Dummies on USA Network. I'm, of course, Kirsten McInnes, and I'm joined, as always, by my Temptation Island and now the Big D co-host, Maggie Morgan. Maggie, how are you? Hi, Kirsten. Hi, everyone. I'm thrilled to be back. I'm really pumped with the changes that it seems that Mark L. Wahlberg, USA Network, and Temptation Island at large have made to the season. I think that we're in for a really, really messy ride here. And I'm excited to talk to you about... You know, the big D, this show that I think might be one of the most depressing things I've ever watched on television. So I yeah. well, normally we talk about very different big D's on this podcast, but we've mm-hmm. got something different this time. <laughs> um, I was talking to Jenny Autumn about this today, and I was saying I think that the big D might be a little bit fraught for all of my friends that are Enneagram type twos. Yeah. Because it did not make me sad. Uh, I'm obsessed. I think it's maybe the best show that I've ever seen in my life. And like, yeah, there was like bad behavior and like shitty men, but I did not understand what was so sad about it. Did Jenny think it was sad too? Jenny hasn't watched it yet. Okay. So when she watches, we'll get her feedback. Um, but it's also like, you're a two, you're cancer. Like there's a lot of emotion over there that is just not <laughs> existing on my plane as a type eight Sagittarius. For, for sure. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this then. I feel like we're yeah. in for a treat. I'm stoked. I'm super stoked. But we will start with Temptation Island, which is like, wow, did production get a higher oh. budget? Did they just get more time to plan? They really did it right. Like this, I mean, they've cut the weird getting off the boat. They cut the weird fashion show. Yes. They are immediately jumping us into these are the people, (laughs) these are their problems. And already this is who they're probably going to fuck. Yes. And like it, I'm ready. 
And I have one very important question, though. Why was Marco Wahlberg just standing on a cliff, like, in the middle of the ocean? It's so weird. It was like he's trying to be Jeff Probst, Mm -hmm. but it's just a very different show. I was about to say, well, it's because he wants to be badass. You know, he's, like, badass standing on this cliff as the way he did it. But then he's also just, like, sweet little puppy dog therapist. So I don't know. I mean, honestly, I have to say, you know, famously, I have had some thoughts about Mark L. Wahlberg. But to on this premiere, he really showed up and he showed out. I have to say. Yes. I think they filmed this one pretty shortly after season four filmed. So maybe mm-hmm. he was at his like end of season energy for coming at these people and he brought mm-hmm. it right into the premiere. I don't know, but I loved it. Okay. So we should talk about the changes that they made yes. for season five like format wise mm-hmm. the first big change that i think is already i'm thrilled about i think this is going to be it's so the, dramatic this is literally the greatest invention in reality tv since casa amor and do you know what casa amor is it's just temptation island in the middle of love <laughs> island baby they made it better okay. put it on love island too so they've created essentially this cheater alarm. <laughs> they put, it's this orb. <laughs> this glowing orb that will light up when somebody's partner is cheating. So it's just in the, you know, the common area of the house. This orb will light up that will <laughs> alert you that someone at the other house is cheating. You don't know who. So then you just have to like bite your fingernails until the next uh, bonfire to and hope you, it's not your partner. And you know the people who are already suspicious of their partners will see the light and be like, we're going to bed right now. Like they, people are going to assume, people are going to have meltdowns. This is, you're so right, Kirsten. This is mm-hmm. like the best reality TV gift in a long time. I I have a question of you about this change okay. with the, the cheating alarm or whatever. Um, Now, do you think it just like lights up or do you think it stays lit as long as the cheating persists? Because then I'm like, oh, wow, the light has been on for two hours. I'm we're in trouble now versus like, oh, it just was it even on? Did it even flash? Well, okay. I think that they probably put it on until somebody notices and then everybody it's announced to everybody that the orb is on. Mm -hmm. But my question is, what if it's multiple cheating people cheating on the same night? Like what if it lights up twice in one night? So then two of the girls are like, or two of the guys are like, oh my God, 50% of us just got cheated on. And I love it because then it could also just be the same person cheating multiple times in a night as well, you know? But I would also love to see, you know, the light goes off. Everyone's panicking. Who has cheated on whom? Like, what's going on? And then the clips don't show the cheating. Make them sweat. Make them wait an additional Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that person. That's I'm a iconic. <laughs> You want to Torture talk about them. You want to talk about an Enneagram 8 uh, Sagittarius. <laughs> I'm like literally torture them. That's why I'm here to watch them suffer. <laughs> okay, so that's the first shift that yes. we have. The second shift that we have is that they did a couple's bonfire before they actually split up, which like in previous seasons, it's been um just it's like, been a dinner, right? Like a yeah. around a table. It's a lot less and a lot more informal. Mm-hmm. It's it's very informal. And then also like the people just sob in each other's arms, like outside of the dinner. It's like this felt like Mark L. Wahlberg in front of everybody was hosting a therapy session and they had to answer for their crimes. And honestly, I was like, oh, everybody hates each other. All these couples hate each other. This is about to be a crazy season. Yes, absolutely. And then they shifted. They So they did the group therapy. Mm-hmm. And then they did like a little like mixer just Brilliant. for the four wow. couples. Like, let's get the four of them together. Let's see who's going to be friends. Let's get people talking about their issues, which have already been exposed because Marco Wahlberg was not letting people dodge the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and like that, I feel like also like it's like they've got a pot of water and they're just like turning up the temperature a little mm-hmm. bit, a little bit, a little bit to start boiling it until we get. The ultimate change, which uh-huh. is instead of the stupid runway show where we know like one person and they say some dumb stinger mm-hmm. uh, and then we're like, OK, cool. Like I just saw 18 hot people. 
Now <laughs> they've got all of the couples plus all of the singles interacting together. People are seeing their partner with the people that are interested in them, with the people that they might possibly cheat with. I It's it's great. I mean, it really is. It's setting people up to be insecure in the perfect way for when they separate. Like, and I also was like so flabbergasted because some of these people, some of these couples who were like presenting a very specific way in Mm -hmm. the bonfire got to this mixer while their girlfriend and or boyfriend is still there. And then was like, just going wild and I was like oh my god this is about to be crazy because these are the people that I thought actually were invested and then suddenly you have like Hall and Paris being like I'm getting in trouble and like I met a guy who gave me butterflies and it's like oh whoa this is we're in for a wild ride here absolutely we are 100% are there any other changes that we haven't talked about yet I don't think so. I think that those are the main ones. I mean, I assume as the season goes on, there will also be format changes, but I do really feel like this is the perfect way because as we've talked about Kirsten and I, and, you know, lamented about over the past couple seasons that we've been covering, there's not enough cheating. We feel it's just a lot of like sad, sad feelings and not Mm -hmm. enough mess, mess cheating. So I feel like this is really setting us up for the ultimate, like, it's it's about to go down. And I've now officially seen all of the seasons of Temptation Island. I think I have one episode left of season two. But uh-huh. uh, season two has cheating in episode two. <laughs> like a threesome by episode four. It's just truly wild. And I would highly recommend it to anyone who has, you know, a few hours to spare to watch something wild. Like season one and two of Temptation Island are definitely better than seasons three and four which is what we've been covering but i think Mm -hmm. season five is going back on track to that og mess i am my expectations are sky high high very high hopes should we go through the couples kirsten and talk a little bit about yes what we foresee for them absolutely should we talk about them i guess in order that we saw them yeah let's do that so first we met caitlin and hall who've been together for eight years and they're literally engaged. They're literally, they've been engaged for one year. And that's why they're here. Because Caitlin loves being engaged to Hall. But even though they've been engaged for a year, has not done any wedding planning. And she wants to understand why she feels this way. And if there's any, like, doubts or issues in the relationship. I <laughs> was so floored when she <laughs> said that. It just is so nonsensical. <laughs> She said therapy? Nah, Temptation Island, baby. <laughs> well, and but also they haven't been together eight years. They've known each other for eight years. Yes. But they had a year and a half gap in that time where they were not together. And that it appears they've never spoken about ever in their I, relationship. Or like, I think they maybe talked about it, but it seems like Hall was lying. Like it seems like Hall always told her like oh I'm not ready for marriage and babies and like that like I need like I'm just not ready like this is scary Mm -hmm. to me and then on episode one of Temptation Island season five he goes oh yeah I wanted to be with other women and she's like excuse me you've never said that before and she's like but we're on Temptation Island like maybe he was playing the long con and he always wanted to get here yeah I don't know I mean I will say I do think like huge red flag that they've been engaged for a year and she literally has no interest in wedding planning. Like, I don't think that it's bad to have long engagements, like 1 million percent, but like, if that's what you feel going in, you know, but if you're like, I really want to get engaged because I want to get married and then you do get engaged and you're like, "Mm, I'm not sure. Like, I do think that that is something to be explored. You know, Mm. I'm, of course, I do not think this is the place, but you know, here (laughs) we are, we are here to, you know, enjoy this experience and meet new people. Right. That's what everybody says. That is what they say. I also, during the initial bonfire, Mark L. Wahlberg, after they've just like talked about all this goes, well, I just think you have a wonderful relationship. I'm like, huh? What drugs are you on? Okay, and then they get to this mixer. Mm-hmm. And Hall is naughty. 
Like, I don't know about him. I really get a bad, bad feeling about him. Here's the number one thing that gives me a bad vibe about Hall. He's wearing a ring and they ask him, oh, like, what is that ring? Is it special? And he goes, oh, it's my family crest. And it's a Southern thing. This is a white man from the South wearing his family crest on a ring. Like, alarm bells are going off. Like, bad vibes. Stay away. No. My, I mean, my immediate bad vibe was when he was flirting with that girl and then looked at her and said, you're going to get me in trouble. Oh, uh, barf. barf. I, I blacked that out of my memory, Maggie. I was like, I choose not to perceive this. You're going to get me in trouble. Your girlfriend is literally in the kitchen, literally in the kitchen. I, that, that's to me. I was like, oh, no. So he's about to cheat uh, by episode yeah. four. By episode four, I'm telling you how we'll be cheating. And the other thing is that there was, like, a point during this mixer where Caitlin, like, grabs one of the women tempters and is like, let's go see Hall. And I was like, why are you leading her to him? What are you doing? Uh, We'll see, man. I'm I'm really intrigued by this couple. I I also, and, like, this is going to sound mean, but I just don't really understand why someone would find Hall desirable. Like, he's just not my type at all and so i'm just like oh why is he getting attention like this is weird don't talk to him i think that the thing is is that he's the type of guy who like is handsome enough that he's like approachable his name is hall it's not even a room it's a liminal space (laughs) that is for rhap out of context if i've ever heard it Don't summon them. <laughs> oh my god, that was really good, Kristen. <laughs> I don't I feel this needs to be a safe space for us, you know. Caitlin and Liminal Space are <laughs> I'm not certain that they're gonna make it through, but you know, yeah. uh bombs away. Let's let's go, guys. And let's, good luck to them. Yeah. I hope Caitlin has fun. Um, yeah. So next we have Great and Paris. Yes. And basically, the thing that we are told right away is that Paris wants to have a baby and she wants to get married and Great is not wanting that. And she says that everybody in her life, her family, you know, everybody back home is getting married and having babies and he doesn't seem at all ready for that. And she's like, what are we even waiting for? They are pretty young. I think they're 23 and 24. Yeah, she mentions that her mom started having babies when she was like 18. And so that really influenced her to want to start having a family early. Mm -hmm. Um, And she, some of what they say at the bonfire is that Paris is feeling stuck and disrespected. She feels Mm -hmm. like great is disrespectful to her. And then like, in the middle of this conversation... He's like, oh, she gets, like, easily triggered. I just want to clarify so you Uh, all don't get the wrong idea. And I was like, boom, it's all red flags. Like, first of all, let her say her piece before Mm -hmm. being like, oh, can I say something, Mark? Yeah, you'll get your turn. That's the whole point of this damn show. (laughs) Let her finish, and then you can have a turn talking. And all he's saying is like, oh, yeah, she's just, like, so easily triggered. that you know, it's not like what I do. It's her issues that cause her to have a reaction and like obviously there's truth in that people's reactions are to things are dictated by like their mm-hmm. past experiences but it seems like a lot of these experiences are with great yes doing these things and so then she has a reaction yeah and then it comes out that he's cheated on her a lot and she starts crying and this is the thing that really got me was when mark l Wahlberg basically stopped great from talking looked at Paris and says, well, you know, the cheating must be painful for you. And like screamed cheating at her. I was like, yes, Mark, you put that in, in the, in the space, you drop it like the mic that it is because exactly. And, um, yeah, I mean, it just seems like this guy is going to cheat on her the first second that he gets in it honestly seems to me also like I feel like there's a lot of resentment between the two of them Mm -hmm. and like watching Paris at the mixer and the way that she was talking to the handsome man oh my Mm -hmm. gosh that man with the tempter with the beautiful eyes who like really seemed to be into her I was like oh this is this is about to it's a vibe yeah it's a vibe for sure the other thing too is like 
because we get to see them at the mixer, we then get to see great, like being upset with Paris. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like, why are you talk? Don't talk to that guy. You stay away from him. Like, I know your type. Like, your type is me. And like, that guy falls into that. Like, stay away from him. And I, excuse me. And is great though. I th- and great also. I think. Oh wait, no, that's a different one. I was getting my couples confused. Um. And then at, like, the cocktail party, I think, mm-hmm. great is like, well, if you love me, why did you bring me here? Yeah. Like, well, why mean, did you bring her here? I mean, it's like, what I really hate is when, like, in any sort of communication, which this happens, again, later with another couple that we'll talk about, is when somebody tells their partner how their partner is, like, to them. They're like, I know you, and you are like this, and you're better than this, or you're not going to be like it's like uh, what? let mm-hmm. them be who they are and then you can figure it out like don't label them and tell them who they are like mm-hmm. let them express themselves and yeah I mean it just seems like a disaster a bad yeah disaster it's a horrible mess truly um should we take a quick little break before we get to get to the next let's do it okay let's take a break it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. And we're back. Yay. Woo. Okay. So the yeah. next couple is Maricela and Christopher. Yes. They've so, also been together two years, just like Paris and Great. Yeah. And they are like, they describe their issues being that they are very codependent. Mm-hmm. And like he says something, I didn't write down the exact quote, but it's something like they've been together for like 750 ish days mm-hmm. and they've only spent like 11 days apart since they got together. Mm-hmm. So they fight a lot. It's been two years. They feel like they can't communicate. They're very hard headed. And like the, when they're at the bonfire to me, it seemed like they kind of hated each other. It seemed like they just fought a lot. Well, and from the bonfire, I got the vibe that this codependence is more of a surveillance thing. Like, Mm -hmm. if we're always together, 
you can't do anything like away from me kind of thing. That was the vibe I got. And then I feel like I was instantly proven right at like the big mixer with how Mm -hmm. their behavior was. Yeah. Uh, But it's interesting. Weird. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. I just thought of it as like, they were just like stubborn. They didn't get along very well. And then at the mixer, everybody was commenting that they were like, literally hip to hip the entire time they were he was like leading her around and then at one point it's like oh stop drinking like you can't have any more alcohol yeah and she's like this literally isn't alcohol that i'm drinking i'm drinking a seltzer like she was holding a seltzer and she's like this is not alcohol and even if it was a tequila shot uh-huh. She's a grown woman, Christopher, and she can drink if she would like to drink. We don't have any inclination that she is suffering from addiction or is mm-hmm. not supposed to be drinking for other reasons. So shut up. Yeah. And, you know, there is something bad that happens here. Um, that- yeah, they sorry. I just want to say a little one more thing before okay, we get yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Christopher self-identifies as a whore. Which is like a weird thing to hear from a man, to be honest. Like, okay. yeah, uh, it was odd. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we also find out that he has in the past treated her badly and has cheated on her before. Which when? In a, so 11 days? Were you cheating all 11 days? Yeah, I mean, I would guess that if that's the situation, he probably was cheating at work and then came home to her or something uh, like that. Like something. Oh, you're right. You're you so know, right. Getting oh. scanned of all situations. Um, but yeah, so, okay. So something very bad happens here and I'm yes. going to say a trigger warning for outing for anybody that, yes. you know, is listening, but they're sitting at the, like with this crew of tempters all around them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and basically Christopher is like, yeah, we have like one thing that we really want and starts like looking at her. And, and Marcel's like, like, no. Yeah, like, don't say it. She is clearly like, distraught. She does not want this to be happening. And he's like, okay, and like drops it. But like, he then, still was bringing it up. Yeah, and then everybody's like, what, what? And so she tells them that she wants a girlfriend. She wants there to be a polyamorous relationship. She would like there to be a third because she also has feelings for women and is interested in women. Mm-hmm. But then she immediately is like horrified gets up and walks away because her partner has just outed her on national television because she says in her confessional, like my parents don't know this. Nobody Mm -hmm. in my life knows that I'm interested in women. Like, I feel like that was, that was just such a break of trust. Like, I don't know how to feel. And it got dark. (laughs) Yeah. And she, and she says, Christopher talks too much. He always says too much. He's always saying our business, which is like, indicating that this is not the first time something of this gravity has happened. It might not be that he's always outing her, although mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he is with the cavalier way that he did it. Um, but just what an unsafe environment for Marcella to be in with a man that for sure thinks of her bisexuality as like something sexual to serve him. Like he does mm-hmm. not seem to really recognize that as a valid part of her as a person and he's just willing to share it around when she's not out like absolutely not yeah so I mean I am so interested to see where they go from here as like now they're about to be separated like is there going to be lingering resentment from her like what's what's about to happen with them I'm fascinated to see I would love if they would bring her favorite female tempter over to theirs Me so that she can too. have that ex- like wants to have that experience so that it is a possibility for her. I really if there's you know a female tempter like that. that is like on the same page as her, obviously. And I could see honestly, like them maybe with they're saying like all the twists and turns this season. Like I could see them doing something like that. Why not? You know? Yeah, the like the only real barrier is that these love shows tend to be extremely dismissive of bisexual people and specifically sexualizing bisexual women in like a yeah. very gross way. Um, but you know what? I'm going into the season with high hopes and I hope that Marcella cheats on Christopher and Christopher is crying. There's a couple <laughs> from okay, there's a couple from season two, light spoilers from season two. I won't give anyone's names. Mm-hmm. And the woman gets a clip of her boyfriend talking to two tempters. And mm-hmm. he's saying, you know, 
And they were the same one. They were like the codependent couple. Like he brought mm-hmm. her there to be like, she needs to be on her own. She needs to like learn how to be alone. Like she always just like takes my friends and all of this. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to two tempters and he goes, yeah, I'd be fine if she broke up with me. Like I would be fine. I wouldn't be affected if we broke up basically, mm-hmm. which sends her into a spiral of like self-development and like realizing what she wants. Mm-hmm. And she finds a new man. <laughs> And then he is, like, seeing her cheating on him. And when it comes time for, like, the iPad messages, mm-hmm. she, like, sent, gives him a, the message of, like, thank you for bringing me here. Like, I'm a lot more independent and I don't regret anything that's happened here. <laughs> and he is weeping. She didn't say I love you. Oh, my God. She didn't it's even say Hanya. I love you. But, like, honestly, even worse than Kanye. Because, like, well, not worse. Like, Kanye was worse. Like, Kanye was cheating also and, like, mm-hmm. causing problems. But this guy didn't physically cheat on her one time. He just told the girls that he'd be fine if they broke up. <laughs> and so he's just, like, a sad sack. Like, no, I realized I love her and I want to have a family with her. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> and God. so I want that for Christopher. I want him crying over the iPad because she has found someone who is a better fit for her and does not out her to the whole country. God. Um, Well, time will tell. Mm -hmm. So um, our last couple that we have here is Vanessa and Roberto. And this is the Hot Mess Express couple. I have a theory. I have a theory about Vanessa and Rob. Okay. I don't think they're a real couple. I (gasps) think that they are a production plan or they are scamming the system in some way. And the reason I think this is because for so much of the episode, they're showing the couples, they're showing the Chiron. It says how long they've been together. You don't really see Vanessa and Rob in clips like that, like you do all the other couples. And their Chiron doesn't show an amount of time they've been together until after at the mixer, someone asks Vanessa how long they've been together. She's like, oh, like a year. And it sounds so fake and like such a lie. I think that they're fake couples. Wow. Okay. Something to track everybody. (laughs) Well, the thing with them though, is that they did have like a night vision camera on them and it looked like they were about to, you know, be doing some stuff. Yeah. You can be intimate with someone without being in a relationship. So you think that maybe they aren't in like a serious relationship? Yeah. Like maybe they've hooked up or like Uh maybe one of them is like a Macter and (laughs) was like, oh, hey, I have this opportunity. Like we're both hot. Let's go on TV. Like it would be it would make sense that we would go. Oh, yeah. Like what what was her name? Chelsea. And I want to say Rob just because he sort of looked. Yes. No, his name I think was Rob. (laughs) I think let me let me confirm. I think it was. But they're engaged. It was Tom. Tom, yes. Tom is like the same like genre of name as Rob. Yeah, I think it was just because he was like poor man. He did look like a little bit like Rob's sister Nino. I remember everyone was making a big deal of that when the season came out. Yeah. So. Um, It was Tom. Okay, so Vanessa and Rob. Vanessa's 10 years older than him, and she questions his maturity and loyalty. I question her judgment. You're 34. What are you going to talk to a 24-year-old about? I'm 30, and I don't want to be in the same room as a 24-year-old. Like, what are you doing? I'm not an ageist, but I will say Vanessa was talking to Rob as though he was her son. Like, I mean... In the bonfire, the way that she literally was like, <laughs> um, I think that you have to have standards. Like, you have to have something. Like, it so- she sounded like an Italian mother, like, in The Sopranos, nagging well, her son, trying to make him make something of his life. It's, when you were 24, a 10-year age gap is really significant. I, like... I just think they're in totally different places in their 100%. lives. And mm-hmm. I and I know I would be saying the same thing if the man was older. So I have mm-hmm. to have that same energy for when a woman is older than the man in this this spot. Like, what are they gonna talk about? Like he's a student and she's like in her corporate business world, mm-hmm. apparently. Uh, they met like overseas on some sort of whirlwind vacation. So they're not even grounded in reality. Yeah. Like. And I also just think, 
obviously like both of us are the type of people that have said we would never ever go on temptation island under any circumstances it just would not work for us but like it's not the place to go i want to see if he's gonna grow up yeah and what is gonna show you that he's grown up from temptation island i i really just struggle to see the logic and I also find she does talk. I don't like how she talks to him, Mm -hmm. but I also feel like when she says I can have standards and he can decide if he wants to meet them or not, and he can have standards and I'll decide if I want to meet them or not. That felt super valid. And I feel like Mark instantly talked her down about that. I mean, I, I don't know because yes, I do agree with you if that is exactly what she said, but I think that she was like, I can have standards, and if he doesn't meet them, I will leave. And yeah, he can have standards, but if I don't like them, I will leave. Like if I don't, if I don't agree, like what I can decide whether or not I want to. Like I don't think she was saying that he's a hostage and he can't choose to leave her if he doesn't want to meet her standards. For sure, I think that the I the generalized idea though that she was putting out was like, um. I he's obviously obsessed with me and wants to be with me and I have to decide if he's worthy enough to be with me um not a good sign for long-term relationship no and I mean I think that they just have like completely different values and like I don't think also like he basically the entire time was calling her like a diva and like saying she's high maintenance and like I don't think that there is anything like wrong with that like no a lot of times women are really shamed if if they, you know, it was a situation where it's raining. She doesn't want her hair to frizz. She's on national television. She started freaking out about it. When we she don't know what like, her natural hair texture is exactly. either. Like, it could be a wild situation. Exactly. And, like, he got embarrassed. He was like, you're the only person complaining. Like, stop. I don't think that she was being, like, nasty or rude to production mm-hmm. either. Like, I think that she was just like, I need this. I'm about to freak out. Like, I need this. And, like. Just for I- an umbrella when it was raining. Yeah. And, like, I. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Is that the way that I roll? Like, no, I would probably be on national television looking a bit like a wet dog. But that's what I'm saying. I think it's just like a different value set. And I don't think there's anything wrong with her not wanting to look a mess on national television. Like a hundred percent. And the fact that he made her feel stupid about that and was like, he literally said, I put it in quotes, I'm right or die or whatever, but it's hard for me to support you when you're wrong. Like, that's the exact opposite of ride or die. Ride or die means you're wrong. I'm riding this with you till the wheels fall off. Like, mm-hmm. I just think that they just fundamentally are incompatible and can't wait to see whether train wreck all of this. Yeah. Is. She says, I just don't think he has a good life path. Ma'am, he is 24 years old. He doesn't even need to have a life path yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What path? Like, let him dig a tunnel or walk on a trail. It's fine. Yes. Um, okay, so is there anything from the mixer? Um, I thought it was absolutely wild when Vanessa was asking to see the one tempter's butt. She was like, oh, he likes big butts. Let me see your butt. I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I think well, that then. she is, like, maybe the, um, you know, the assertiveness that she has I I don't I don't know if that's like the right word but it's it's the idea of her being like let's do this right now like this is the way it's gonna be the way that she talks to Roberto the way that she was like turn around I want to see your butt like I think that she's just like no nonsense you know like she wants Mm -hmm. things to happen now um and yeah the girl in the confessional was like I mean I don't have a problem with it I'm confident with my butt and I was like as you should be girl everybody here on this show is pretty so no stress yeah it was a little weird that she really was like had to put down Vanessa's butt at the same time. Of um, but you know mm-hmm. what? That's the show. That's what we yeah. see. Um, and I do just think in general, they're really putting Vanessa out to be kind of like the villain of the show. Jillian. Yeah. From mm-hmm. last season. They're mm-hmm. ge- they're showing clips of people being annoyed with her. They're making it seem like, oh, she's not liked. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh which boo boring the men are the true villains in most <laughs> cases uh like oh what i don't know anyway we support women's rights and wrongs so yes, i'm here always. for <laughs> this is the this is the hot dummies on usa network podcast that supports yes. women's rights and wrongs and if you didn't know that now you do and get with the program here we are the feather brains yes <laughs> 
feather brains. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is that's the whole episode of Temptation yeah. Island. Uh, so that was wonderful. And we can get into the big D. Let's do it. Okay, so the big D comes on directly after Temptation Island. And the concept of the big D is that they take at, at in this first episode it seems as though there's going to be a bit of a format shift later mm-hmm. but at the top of this first episode they bring six recently divorced couples to this uh, villa and they are all going to be living together with their exes and sleeping with their ex-husbands. In wives. rooms with their wedding photos. In rooms with their wedding photos. It does look like it's two twin beds next to yes. each other that are possibly able to be pushed Yeah, together. but you can push two twins together. That makes a king, baby. Exactly. So um, they, but the idea is that you are there to date, whether it is your ex-spouse or it's somebody else's ex-spouse, you are there to date and find love. So we meet all of these couples. Then they do this challenge, this exercise. The people who win get to go on a date and pick people to go on dates. And then it appears as though it's split down gender lines. And one week there will be a female elimination. And the next week there will be a male elimination. And the men choose which woman to eliminate and the woman choose which man to eliminate. So it's not everybody voting. Um, And it's more of like, if they just kind of have to reach a consensus in this episode, the women basically had two people that they were between. Mm -hmm. And then the person that was previously married kind of got to make the deciding decision. And also it was the thing of like, they, so there is some social strategy of it. I mean, you don't win money, but like, it sounds like at the end, the goal is that there's only one couple left standing. And they have to commit to each other for life. Yeah. Like they're like madly (laughs) in love by the end, I guess. So we'll see what, what happens. We will see. It does seem like in the following episodes, they bring in new people who are also recently divorced. I don't know if their their spouses will also be there. I it seems like no. It seems like they saved the ones that their spouse like wouldn't sign the contract that Mm -hmm. they would get brought in later through the course of the show if they're big enough characters, is my guess on that one. Okay, so can I give my overarching thoughts on the video? Please do. Okay, so this is my issue with it. I felt like this show was a bunch of met, middle-aged men crying over their ex-wives and being like, she left me, I'm so sad. And the ex-wives being in confessional, being like, he's such a loser. <laughs> and like, I, I was just like, this is giving like sorrow. I, I, I'm not sure about this concept. There, there's definitely some sorrow involved, specifically uh-huh. for Ariel, who's still in love with her husband, her ex-husband that has been divorced for nine months. Um, Jillian Brooke. and David. Uh-huh. David wants to get back with Jillian. Um, Brooks tries to get back with Casey every day. Uh, and then Takur is really wanting to get back with Dee Dee, even though again like men will literally go into a house with a bunch of other divorced couples before they go to therapy i i don't know what else to say i mean horrible man horrible but also i i will say something that is interesting about this show and something that i do care about is that these people have so much baggage with each other Mm -hmm. and like it's so interesting because you know at the start of the episode I felt one way about Casey and Brooks and then they had like this really explosive fight and I saw the way he was speaking to her Mm -hmm. and like I was like oh my god I cannot imagine living with this like it it was I was just like oh I get it I get it I get it I get it I Um, also think sorry I also think my last thought is that we do have one queen on the cast who is our reliable narrator and I love her, and she better stick around through most so, of this. Who do you think is the reliable narrator? Jillian. Okay, I like Jillian. But I also think Jillian is delusional, too. A bit delusional. I mean, these people are on a show called The Big D where they willingly went on a dating well, show yeah. with their ex-spouse. And the D stands for delusion. Yes. 
It's fine. Um, The show also is hosted by Jojo Fletcher and her fiance at the time, um, Jordan Rogers, who they're married now. And they got married, I think, this past summer. Uh, But I do think the show was filmed about two years ago because it was previously supposed to be on TBS. And then they killed it. And USA Network has saved it. And I pray to the gods at USA Network every night now because thank you. How do you feel about this show? So, um, I love it. I love (laughs) seeing people in upheaval. I, (laughs) I love a little bit of social strategy. I Mm -hmm. love seeing people get riled and fired up and every single situation is engineered to get them fired up. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. They put their wedding photos in the rooms because that felt really cruel Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I didn't really have a problem with the show itself. Um, I think it's like, I want to know how the show was framed to the people on it, because I think they probably really emphasize the maybe you'll get back together part. Mm-hmm. And that's not really what I think this show is not about or should be about. Mm-hmm. I think. To get a divorce, you have to have already been separated. Like, a lot goes to the point of signing divorce papers. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people fall back in love and get back together. And I'm not to say that that's wrong or bad in any way. But I'd say the vast majority of the time people get divorced for a reason. And they, Mm -hmm. like, probably, especially the young people, have a lot of life ahead of them. Move onwards to the next thing. It seems like most of these people also, like, the woman prompted the divorce. Like the man was like, like the woman was like, hey, it's over. And the man was like, huh? What? And the woman was like, you know, all of the issues that we've been having for years that I've brought up to you several times and, mm-hmm. and you never tried to do anything about. And now they're like on the show, like she left me and it's the saddest thing that's ever happened yeah, to me. To, to course, like, oh, I miss Dee Dee so much. I want to be with her. I love her from the bottom of my heart. And then in confession, he's like, also, I cheated on her every single chance I got. Mm-hmm. And like, definitely it seemed like he was disclosing a sex addiction yeah but maybe he doesn't have that language around Mm -hmm. it because he hasn't been to therapy which he so desperately needs (laughs) um he was giving that energy of um great in temptation island of like well why like why are we here like what you want to just flaunt dating in front of me you knew what show you signed up for yeah um so should we go through the couples or should we what do you what do you think I, the I think like as we watch the show the couples that really matter will mm-hmm. will come out like I feel like we don't really have that much information on all of them we've yeah. kind of we've touched base on Didi and Takur mm-hmm. um Ariel I think is going to be a really fun narrator of this show as well yeah um and she just is still in love with her husband Blair but he is over her is what mm-hmm. she says Mm-hmm. Um, Jillian and David were high school sweethearts. Yeah, that, and I think that Jillian, like, also, like, I, I don't know what she wants. Like, I don't know why she's there. That's why I'm like, she's the, our reliable narrator because that's the only reason that she's there is to like give us the takes on all of the other. People. I don't think she knows why she's there. Yeah, she went with the absolutely brutal move of coming in because they have all the couples come in and meet each other before they mm-hmm. meet the whole house, which was kind of interesting. And she comes in wearing the dress she wore for their bridal shower, like her bridal shower before <laughs> they got married. And is like, oh, do you remember this dress? And he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Because I, I mean, I feel like in general, especially straight men, probably aren't the best outfit rememberers. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like he was lying. He instantly went to like, oh, yeah, of course I know what that is. Stop lying, uh-huh. David. And um, sorry, to just go back to Ariel. Yeah. Uh, the reason that they broke up was because they got together really young. They got married young. And she he's like, she just wanted to chase social media and like be big on social media. And I think, like, yeah, that's, like, a really easy thing to say. Like, oh, she just got so caught up in, like, this lifestyle. I think she was just young and and realized that she tied herself down in a way that she didn't want to be tied down. I also just don't think that's a reason for a divorce. Yeah, I, I, like, I I, I don't think that that was the reason. Like, I think, like I said, I think she was young. She realized that she maybe jumped in 
too deep, mm-hmm. made too deep of a commitment and wanted out, you know, like. And like these things are complicated always. Like you yes. don't get to the point of getting married, being together and getting divorced without things being messy and complicated. Yes. Um, also, but yeah, that's a good point. Alexis and Devin are our next couple. And basically. They fucking hate each other. They, they just like hate each other's guts. They fight so much, but they also are like, and you love me and you'll never find anybody else that you love as much as me. And then they're both like, mm-hmm, exactly. Like, I don't think that there was a single scene that they were in where they were not screaming at each other over nothing. I, yeah, you're right. That's a hundred percent right. They're so like, they don't seem to love each other I think that probably the kind interpretation is like oh they have so much passion and right now anger is like clouding that passion like I'm sure they have had some wild times together when they were happy um but Devin is like oh yeah we would buy all this expensive dishes and then Alexis would throw them all and break them and then come home and get mad that we had no dishes left because she broke them all it's like okay well that is not a sustainable model for a relationship yeah and Alexis's mom also meddled in the relationship and would send Devin like page-long text messages like basically bitching him out and like telling him what he needed to do for her daughter which like oh my god nothing upsets me more or uh, like you do not, don't let your parents meddle in your relationship. Don't, don't allow that to happen. Do not. Just rule of thumb. It's just not healthy. It. Yeah, it's absolutely healthy. stay out of it. Everybody's an adult here. Adults can figure out their own relationship stuff. They don't need mommy and daddy to help. And I think for Alexis and Devin, it maybe would have been going to one of those rage rooms and breaking <laughs> dishes that they didn't own. Like that could have really maybe helped. <laughs> I don't know. That's such a good point. <laughs> like, I just, I don't buy nice things if I know I'm going to break them on purpose. And exactly. I, I guess I'm alone in that in a way. Nope. Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> seems as though, I wonder if it was all of the, uh, f- like, fine china that they got at their uh, bridal shower or something. I pray to God not, because that's even more expensive than other nice china. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, um. But yes, so there's them. And then obviously Casey and Brooks. Mm-hmm. Casey so, is ready to move on with her life. Yeah. And Brooks is bothering her every single day. What what I the vibe that I got from them, like he honestly was the one who like deeply depressed me because I was just like, oh God, like you will never get it. Like, because it's easy to look at them and be like, he's such a good guy. Like he wants no. to get back with her. Why doesn't she give him a chance? But like this is what I gathered over the entire episode, like sleuthing, trying to read between the lines. I think Brooks is very wealthy. I think he does very well for himself um, with his business. I think he probably completely shut off emotionally because I think that he was working very hard. I assume he probably completely stopped paying attention to Casey and giving her any love or affection and was like, but I'm providing, like I'm providing so much for you because she and her confessional was like, I he I wanted stuff that money couldn't buy. So I would imagine that that was probably a fight that they had a lot where he's like, I'm working my ass off for you. I'm doing all this for you and you're not appreciating it. And she's like, I just want you to come home and say four words to me. Like, I, I, sorry, I agree. Ahead. I think you're dead on, but I think you've missed one thing. He shut mm-hmm. off emotionally, except his rage. Like this man has uh, an anger problem and a like blame and deflecting problem. I mean, when he was sitting there after they did this, like the, their exercise was that the women had to like, present their man and so Casey was presenting him and he like was in a speedo like being silly whatever and then she won and she didn't pick him for the date and he got so mad and he was like I thought because I put myself out there in the speedo that you would at least have the respect for me to do after she has said like the only thing she said since she's been on camera is I do not want to be with Brooks I want somebody else to hook Mm -hmm. up with Brooks like I don't know how much clearer she can be. Well, and he is like trying to frame it as like a strategic thing. Like you should have picked me so that we could still be in the house that I wouldn't be up for elimination. Like what the hell? It's like, well, did you talk about that before the challenge? Mm -hmm. You discuss that you would pick each other to go on a date. Did she agree to that? Oh, Mm -hmm. you never asked. Interesting. Like it's just not how reality works. Yeah. Um, so he's gone. He's out. He's out of here. The house decided that they 
should get rid of him, which honestly good because like black cloud, sad, like sad, sad, sad. I, I literally wrote on here. Like, also, this is so, so sad. He's just yelling at her. <laughs> See, I was just so mad at him. That I didn't really feel any like I felt a little bit sad for Casey, but mm-hmm. I just felt so mad at Brooks. Like he's just he's being mean to her. Um, she in confessional says that she's always been his punching bag uh which to me i'm like well if this is how he acts with her why is he even saying he wants to be with her because it doesn't seem like he actually loves her that's yeah. not how you treat someone you love mm-hmm. um and yeah he's like all going to the group like oh you know actions have consequences like as if something's gonna happen to casey for not picking him for the date no consequences you're going home for being a fucking loser i, I don't <laughs> know what else to say <laughs> oh god Casey is perfect for reality TV. She I love is her so much. Obnoxious. She is out there. She is true to herself. She's here for a good time. Like, she's perfect. I love her so much. And yeah, she won and she chose to take David on a date. Mm-hmm. But the other winner of the challenge was Jillian, who was David's ex. And Jillian's like, mm, I was going to pick David. Why, mm-hmm. like, I, and I'm just like, no, absolutely not. Like, this is the type of thing that sets the precedent for the rest of the season. And mm-hmm. I do not want it set that they're just taking their ex on a date with them. Yep. Absolutely not. That's boring. So she asks Devin on the date. And it seems like they had a good time. It definitely seems like there was no spark. They were just Yeah, friends, it was friends. Know? It was mm-hmm. friends vibes. Even when she asked him on the date, she kind of turns to him and is like, oh, do you want to go on a date? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what else to do. He was like, so yeah, sure. funny in the confessional when he was like, I thought she was like a granny. And then she got on the, the jet ski. Jet ski. And I thought I was gonna die. He was killing me talking about how she was a speed demon (laughs) he's really funny i like his hat i like his Uh patterned like short sleeve button-ups um i feel like he's a really fun vibe and i honestly i just think he's gonna end up getting back with alexis (laughs) because they've been divorced the longest they've been divorced for two years whereas most of the other ones it's been like six to nine months which i just Mm -hmm. don't think is enough distance to have any perspective on your past relationship Mm -hmm. Whereas I think two, in two years, you can kind of figure it out a little bit. And since they're mm-hmm. forced to be in close proximity, like without cell phones, they might, they might be able to rekindle the spark that was once there. Yes. And then the last couple that we haven't talked about yet are Allie and Mims. And it's because they really were not super They relevant. weren't there. Yeah. like I didn't well, write their names down because I missed them. Yeah. I mean, what <laughs> we know about them is that they have a child together and apparently she cheated on him. But apparently... Like, when they got together, like, when they got married because she was pregnant, and, like, it was never a super serious relationship to begin with. So it just seems like they they probably are less relevant because there's less passion there about, like, what the other one is doing. Um, but maybe maybe we're wrong. Maybe we'll see. There seems to be, based off of the preview, there seems to be one blonde lady coming in who's yes. going to be, like, a big deal. And then one black bald guy who comes in who's gonna seem he seems to be like a very big deal because like the guys are fighting with him i see Mm -hmm. all these clips of him on dates i'm like okay so they buried the lead here it seems like maybe our stars will be coming in as like new blood soon yeah you know and i think that those people coming in again they're the people that are just so dynamic and so good in casting but they're like divorcee people wouldn't sign the paperwork to go on the show yeah, and I think that it is like a bury the lead situation. So hopefully as the season goes on, we're like, yes. oh my God, this person is the star of the Big D. And like, I can't believe we even went two episodes without them or whatever. I can't wait. Uh, the end of the episode. So after the person gets eliminated, they go and like sit at a little table with their ex to talk about it. Uh, which is just so like my escapist ass would not want to do this. No, uh, certainly not. But they have Casey and Brooks have a final goodbye. And Brooks kind of is like, like, if you think you're going to be happy with someone else, like I want you to be with someone else. I want you to be happy. Uh, be- but then Casey says that she wants to do therapy with him. Yeah, but I don't think that was like in a rekindling way. I think she's like, you need help. And you probably won't go to therapy unless I go with you. Well, she said, um, like, I never gave you that opportunity and I'm sorry. She says you you need it. And I, I never 
let you have that. But I don't think that means they're going to get... If she wanted to get back together with him, she would have walked out those doors right with him. She would have grabbed his hand and they would have left together. She wants to date David. (laughs) She wants to date anyone. She just wants to date anyone but Mm -hmm. her ex. Yeah, understood. Which I would too. (laughs) Someone talk to me like that, it's curtains. (laughs) I would pay so much money to watch somebody try to talk to you like Like, no yeah it ain't happening absolutely not oh my god it's a little weird that you want to see someone be mean to me but it's no no i I want to see you be mean to them i do not want to see anybody be mean to you i only said that because no to clarify everybody i only want to see the way that Kirsten would absolutely cut a guy down if they tried to talk to her even remotely like that. That, to, for clarity's sake. Here. I'm just messing with the Oh, man. I've missed us so much. This is so I fun. Know. This is perfect. <sighs> but we did it. Just it feels right. It just feels right. It feels so right. I would never get divorced from you. Never. Oh, my God. The big D would not happen. No, absolutely not. Um, but. Great work to both of us on the first episode of the yes. season. It felt like no time at all had passed since we've last recorded. Absolutely. At least that's what I imagine all of the five-star ratings and reviews coming in are going to say. Let us know, Feather Brains. Please, in your five-star rating and review, reveal yourself as a fellow Feather Brain. Yes. We love you. Let us know what you think of us covering the Big D. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your opinions. We want to hear from you. Like Kristen said, we do take constructive feedback, but only if it's in a five-star review. We can't read it. If it comes with less than five stars, there's just something wrong with our Apple podcast. We Mm -hmm. can't see it. We can't read it. We can't internalize uh, that information. So you just have to give it with a five-star review, and then we will get that feedback from you. We are currently at 319 ratings on uh, Apple Podcasts, and if we could get, you know, like three twenty-five, so getting up to three twenty-five, too much to ask. I don't think so. Like, if we I could, don't think so at all. If we could get to three twenty-five. That would be great, um, and especially five stars only. Again, we have some kind of salty one-star reviews that we need to make up for. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they say, but I I see that we don't have a perfect five-star rating, so. Also, fellow feather brains, my mother will be watching this season of Temptation Island, but she missed last night's episode. We didn't coordinate well enough. She didn't know when it was. So she's got to catch up on last night's. And next week, we will have all of Mary's thoughts. I'm sure that she will love the light as we do. I just the drama of it all. I see. I have a feeling that. Like, cause your mom is just so like sweet and good. I feel like she's going to feel bad for the terror that these people are being put through. I, I actually feel like she'll be like, good. Now they can know and do something about it before the bonfire. Mm. Okay. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh, we always love Mary's thoughts. Um, but so- Maggie, if people want to hear more from you in the long week between episodes, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at MLMorgan underscore. Um, I am there. Hit me up. Leave a comment. You know, leave a review. You might get read on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And Kirsten, if people want to find you, where they, where can they find you? Yes, so they can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. And they can find me every single week talking to Sasha Joseph about pop culture, celebrity gossip, and trending topics over on Mess Magnets, which is super fun vibes. If you like Hot Dummies on Islands, you will love Mess Magnets. And that is all for this week. But we will be back again next week to talk about episodes two of Temptation Island Season 5 and The Big D. And we will see you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.